Good afternoon, and thank you for joining me on 100% Oxygen with yours truly, Nicole. Today, we're going to jump in and talk a little bit. I noticed today that it was everything you think is wrong day. And I thought that was rather interesting. Now, it I'm taking it out of context because the actual everything you think is wrong day was, it's supposed to be a day where you don't make decisions. You should avoid making decisions. You should avoid saying, well, I think, you know, so because basically everything you think is wrong. So it's a time for you to contemplate your own lack of knowledge. I didn't quite get it that way when I heard it, the everything you think is wrong day. I thought about it and it brought me back to the place with my story that I shared with you yesterday about how you get to a place where you become very conscious of your thoughts. And for me, I it wasn't always the barrage. I told you about the story in the bathroom where the thoughts just came at me so hard and they kind of just physically weakened me and they brought me to my knees and they had me, you know, gripping basically for life or, you know, feeling like a knocked out boxer kind of thing going on. But they don't always come that way. These thoughts, these thoughts that are are wrong or the wrong thinking, wrong thinking can lead you down a very long path. It can take you around the bend instead of straight down your journey. It could leave you stuck. You can't move from a certain point because of thoughts, just what you're thinking. And if I had to reflect and share with you how I got to the point I was at with really wondering what my purpose was and why am I here and who am I, how did I get there? And it was a series of thoughts, thoughts that I had allowed to go unchecked for years. And they were nothing huge. They were thoughts along the line of, well, I need to be a good mom or It's time to stop questioning everything and just be a good adult. And this is how I need to be. And Nicole, you're too loud. You need to stop being so boisterous. Stop questioning everything. Stop looking for a different way to do things. You need to just fit in and be normal. You don't want to give this up. You want to stay doing that. These were thoughts. You're not good enough to do that. Well, you know, you're from the Bahamas. Maybe you're just seeing things differently. Maybe it's a cultural thing. Maybe, maybe, maybe. And there was one thought after another. Thoughts of, will people accept me? One day I'm going to do a talk about Maslow's hierarchy. That middle thing about belonging is so impressive. It is so, it will just hold on to you for so long. It is just a very important part of who we are. And when we understand how that plays a role in our life, we tend to do things differently. So today we're going to talk about wrong thinking. You know, why is it important? Why do I want to talk about wrong thinking? Why do I think that's a thought of doubt? Though? Why do I think we should go deep about that? Because a lot of times we just allow thoughts to be. We leave them unchecked. We leave them unanswered. We allow them to have control they should not have. Thoughts were not designed to have control over you. We, was, we are actually told to bring our thoughts subject to that of Christ. We need to bring, our, we need to bring those under control. We, we, we learn about renewing our minds daily. People tell you all the time to do things to, to strengthen your mind. 
But yet we, we all bypass that. We use our minds in one way. We use our brains, I should say, in one way, but then we allow it to run rampant in another way. So one of the things that I really wanted to point out is wrong thinking. What should we know about wrong thinking? What, is, what should we go deep on about with wrong thinking? Well, first of all, we need to realize that thoughts become beliefs. They become things that we buy into, whether it's something as simple as constantly telling yourself, oh, you're such a klutz. You said it to yourself long enough, you just become to believe it. Now, it does not negate the fact that you probably trip constantly, but the fact is you trip constantly. That doesn't make you a klutz. It just is just the fact that you trip constantly. All right. It, it's about putting things into perspective so that they don't carry so much weight. I don't remember if you remember me sharing with you in the original story where I talked about how the, the thoughts had such just a little bit of truth in it. Just enough. If I had allowed it to again, it would hold me hostage. And that's how it is with that situation of, oh, I'm such a klutz. Well, Nicole, I trip a lot. You know, I drop things a lot. I'm constantly messing up on things, this, that, and the other. Well, my question to you is, have you bought into that belief that you're a klutz so it just happens? Have you just allowed yourself not to pay attention anymore because uh, it's just who I am? I'm a klutz. We buy into these beliefs. Thoughts can sit around so long that without our consent, we just believe them. And when we begin to believe certain things, we have to realize belief, your belief in something really guides you. It affects what you do and how you behave. It affects the choices you make, it decisions you make, if you make any. Whatever you believe is what you hold on to. And so it's very important not to allow your thoughts to just be or you just bypass them or go long periods of the day. I remember there were long periods during the day where I honestly could not tell you what I was thinking. We think that it's quiet periods. Oh, I was just quiet. I was just not all the time. When I began to pay attention to the thoughts I was having in my head, they were disgruntled thoughts. I was miserable and I was constantly telling myself I was miserable. I was constantly being negative about this thing and that thing. I was constantly berating myself about different things, putting myself down, reminding myself of who I wasn't or reminding myself who I was, but it wasn't a positive thing. I was, you know, loud. I was bold. That's not a good thing, Nicole. You need to learn to be quieter. You need to not be so bold. You need to just pull back. Everyone else pulls back. There were constant thoughts going through my head. And I, for years, had left them unchecked. I could not tell you. I know I behaved in a certain way. There were opportunities, as I shared before. I gave up many opportunities in starting my businesses years ago. I can't blame that on anyone because there was something playing in my head that I believed that made me make the choices I did. It made me fold on my businesses. It made me not go back to school until later in life. It made There were thoughts I began to believe. Now, can I tell you the foundation of some of the thoughts? Absolutely not. I can tell you what I believed. And I can tell you how that belief affected the choices I made, the decisions I made. The thought here is that what you believe will affect what you do, what you behave, and your future. And see, so your future self, they hold your destiny, your purpose. 
And it'll only become as big or as small as you first think, then believe. So it's very important to understand the power that thoughts can have if you give it to them. And with me saying that, I want to jump in a little bit and talk about like, okay, so what do we do about it? So we're having all these thoughts and we're going through all of this. What do we do about these thoughts? Well, for one, I'd like you to to examine the fact that negative thoughts are really truth. They're laced with something that is true and experience, maybe a one-time experience that wasn't positive, but they're not always truth. They just are negative thoughts, and a lot of them are lies. They're lies that we choose to believe. Okay, Nicole, I'm not, I didn't choose to believe that. By default, if you're not making a choice to believe otherwise, you are choosing to believe it. Even when you don't make a choice, you're making a choice. Because you made a choice not to make a choice. So first thing is, negative thoughts are really truth. So those negative thoughts that you're having, your inability to do something or you're not good enough or you're falling short or you'll never be or it can never happen. You hear those nevers? There's a lot of never in there, right? That negation. Those type of thoughts, they are rarely laced in truth. Yeah, it's never going to happen if you believe that. If you believe that, that's how you're going to act. That is your expectation of that situation. That is your S as far as the expectation goes. So it's very important to understand, number one, that negative thoughts are really true. That was something I had to wrap my mind around because I could see so much true in it. I've always prided myself in being a very honest, very blunt, very down to earth kind of person. And it was very hard for me to come to grips with that because I could see the true in it. That little lace of true. Well, Nicole, you did do X, Y, Z or so-and-so did get mad at you three different times because you did blah, 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 blah. But then I had to stop and go, but it's not truth. And I had to go back, okay, what was I thinking? And sometimes I can't figure out what I was thinking. And I've come to the conclusion that that's not important anymore. It's about how I'm thinking right now, how I choose to think right now. The other part about it is when you have a negative thought, when you're having these negative thoughts and you're thinking these things, you have another choice to make because you don't have to entertain them or accept them. You don't. They're your thoughts. They're a visitor in your mind. You decide how much control, how much rule of of the, the, the mind, the roosts that they have. So I'm thinking, I'm looking around my house and I'm thinking, if I had a guest walk in, there's certain rules of engagement before your family and you can freely walk around and do whatever you need to do. And I think that's the way we need to treat thoughts. When you initially have a thought or you're thinking something that's negative, even, well, we'll talk about that another time because I was going to say, even if you're having a positive thought, but let's stay with negative thoughts. If you're having a negative thought, I really want you to stop and go, okay, wait, you're a guest. Are you acting unruly or should you be here? Are you crossed the line to family? Have I bought into this belief that this is who I am? This is my limitation. This is all I'm ever going to amount to, or this is where my boundaries start. This is where self-imposed limitations come. You want to put in for that job. You want to put in for that um, promotion at your job. And you're sitting here thinking, well, so-and-so is going to get it because she's in with the in club and I'm out. And so because I'm out, I might as well not do anything. 
Once again, you've believed into some thought. I need you to find out what the thought was behind that if you can. If you can't, it's about what you're about to think now. Because there's things that can push you forward. Yeah, and that little bit of true that you see in those thoughts, you know, you're like, okay, well, I do trip quite a bit. Okay, let's examine that. Let's figure out what does that mean you need to do? What is that pushing you to do in the positive? How do you need to grow in that area? How do you need to develop in that area? Maybe walk a little bit slower. Maybe pay attention. Maybe not be talking and walking at the same time. Maybe that's not a gift for you. But it doesn't make you necessarily clumsy. But you've bought into that. So now everything you do, you chalk it up to that. And you continue to tell yourself that. And you continue to limit yourself. Well, I'm not going to do that because I'm clumsy. I know for myself, there was a period of time where I really thought, okay, I'm just really clumsy. I I just couldn't seem to catch my balance on certain things. I didn't like certain things. I was 40. I think I was 40 years old. When they finally discovered that I had a neurological challenge that made those things impossible for me. They'd never discovered it before. It just showed up randomly in one of my neurological exams they were doing when I was in the hospital. And all of a sudden, it explained so many things. But for the longest, I had talked it up to me. I was the problem. I had to take that on. And I had beat myself up about it. See, there was a little bit of truth to it, but I mean, true to it, but not truth. So we move on. So the other part I want you to know about negative thoughts, they're normal. And that's one of the things I want to talk about. There's so many people hiding because they get these negative thoughts. They think these things that they feel make them a good person or a bad person. They begin to allow these thoughts to define who they are, how they feel about themselves. So they exist in, in a realm of shame. They exist in a realm of guilt because sometimes you're thinking it about your spouse. Sometimes you're thinking it about your kid. Sometimes you're thinking it about your mom. You know, it is, but you go through this guilt of it. What if you just normalize it and go, okay, it was a knee jerk. You know, it's, it's inappropriate or I don't want to be thinking that. You know, my thing is, is maybe it's not so much inappropriate. It's not what you want to think. And if that's not what you want to think, then think what you want to think. Begin to tell yourself what to think. But don't sit there and feel guilty. And I've noticed that many times women, because they have such negative thoughts, and no, I can't tell your thoughts, but I can tell by your actions. I do believe there's a saying I came across in the very beginning of my journey, and it was your thoughts are showing. And so now when I'm acting a certain certain way, Or even if I have a heightened amount of emotion that I can't seem to to put down or identify what is the problem, I go back to my thoughts. And a lot of times it's things that I thought that triggered it. And at that point, I'm starting to believe into it. And that's where the emotion is coming in. But the thing is, is that when you begin to look at your thoughts and you begin to normalize them, then you begin to understand that you don't have to feel guilty about them. They're normal. Other people are thinking that. You don't have to say yes to your friend because you had three bad thoughts about her yesterday or the last time you misinterpreted what she was 
saying to you and you said some things about her in your head and now you feel guilty. So now you're just saying yes to everything, even though you need to say no. What are we doing? Normalize it. Everybody, including our friend, has negative thoughts. It's the nature. It's just that, that, that nature that we have within us that leans to the negative. Like someone said, it's easier for you to tell me what's wrong with you than for you to tell me what's right with you. It's just the way we're wired. So normalize, right? So we just went over three things. First, negative thoughts really have truth. They might have some true, but they're not truth, right? The second thing is you have a decision to make. You don't have to entertain them and you don't have to accept them. They're guests in your mind. Decide what the rules for your guests are. The other one is they are normal, absolutely normal. So my thing is negative thoughts only have as much power as you allow them to have. And that's what I've learned on this journey. This is what I deal with day in and day out. Because I'm going to tell you, the realness of the matter is for you to think I don't have negative thoughts, that's a lie. When I tell you everyone has negative thoughts, they do. I have negative thoughts, but here's the caveat. It's what I choose to do about them and how much power and control I want them to have. I'll tell you a story. Recently, I was out with some friends and my husband and we were, we were out to a, a restaurant, not a restaurant, it was an ice cream parlor and we were about to get some ice cream and I really wanted some ice cream. And one of the things I pride myself on, belief, okay, that's a belief, I pride myself on is that I'm able to work any menu because I have dietary restrictions. And when we got there, my husband chose to uh, get what they called a, a flight, which was several different samples. And so I'd ask him, hey, do you want to split a, a flight? And he was like, no. I was like, okay, fine, no problem. I was good with it at that point. We get to the register and I ask them to sample the non-dairy options that they had. And I didn't like any of them. I didn't like any of the non-dairy options that they had. And then two that I thought were non-dairy, they weren't even non-dairy. They just were worded as if they were. And instantly I was filled with this emotion of just upset and outrage with him for choosing to have the flight and not letting me put something on it. But when I stopped and I looked at it, it wasn't that. It was that I had gone into a thought, I had allowed thoughts to exist in my head, was that, oh, this is so frustrating that you can't eat what you want. Everybody always has, you always have to be the one that causes everyone to have to choose somewhere else to eat. These are the things that had played in my mind within 30 seconds, I promise you. But it took time for me to stop and really examine what did I think that caused me to feel such a strong emotion towards him for no reason, because I was fine with it. And then it came to down to the fact that I was feeling embarrassed about the fact that I couldn't just enjoy like everyone else. And I was a little bit angry about it. So for me to sit here and tell you that it's important to watch your thoughts, I'm telling you it's important to watch your thoughts. Because it really determines your behavior. It determines what you feel, what you do. And we negate them so much and we negate them in a way that we don't want to pay attention to them. I know it takes time. It takes work to do that. But it also takes ownership. And that's the last point I want to talk about today about thoughts. You have to own your thoughts. 
You don't let them own you. You own your thoughts. It's just absolutely your choice whether or not they have power, whether or not they're going to rule. But you have to be paying attention. We live in such a busy time. We're so busy doing. But we're not paying attention to who we're becoming. Who are we growing into? And those thoughts play such a large role in who we become and what we do. When I see people giving up on their their dreams or not fully functioning or I should say fully being who we know they can be because they're super gifted. They have the power to do X, Y, and Z. They're very knowledgeable in different areas. And they're just sitting. There's something, there's a thought or some thinking that has taken place that they now believe. And they decided to sit it out. One of the last things I want to leave with you is, is a story that I hope you will understand. When I read the story, I was like, yeah, this is exactly what I'm talking about as far as as how thinking can really hold you hostage. So I'm going to share a quick story that I found that I really like. And the story is entitled, what, what Life is All About. Once upon a time, there was a girl who could do anything in the world she wanted. All she had to do was choose something and focus. So one day she sat down in front of a blank canvas and began to paint. Every stroke was more perfect than the next, slowly and gracefully converging to build a flawless masterpiece. And when she eventually finished painting, she stared proudly at her work and smiled. It was obvious to the clouds and the stars who were watching over her that she had a gift. She was an artist and she knew it too. She felt it in every fiber of her being. But a few moments later, after she finished painting, she got anxious and quickly stood up because she realized that while she had the ability to do anything in the world she wanted to do, she was simply spending her time moving paint around on a piece of canvas. She felt like there was so much more in the world to see and do and so many options. And if she ultimately decided to do something else with her life, then all the time she spent painting would be a waste. So... She glanced at her masterpiece one last time and walked out the door into the moonlight. And as she walked, she thought. <laughs> and then she walked some more. While she was walking, she didn't notice that everything around her was trying to signal her. Because she was preoccupied with an important decision she had made. Thoughts, right? She had to choose one thing to do out of all the possibilities in the world. Should she practice medicine? or design buildings, or teach children, she was utterly stumped. 25 years later, the girl began to cry because she realized she'd been walking for so long and that over the years, she'd become so enamored by everything that she could do, the endless array of possibilities that she hadn't done anything meaningful at all. And she learned at last that life isn't about possibilities. Anything is possible. Life is about making a decision, deciding to do something that moves you. So the girl, who was no longer a girl, purchased some canvas and paint from a local craft store, drove to a nearby park, and began to paint. One stroke 
gracefully led into the next, just as it had so many moons ago. And as she smiled, she continued painting through the day and into the night because she had finally made a decision and there was still some time left to revel in the magic that life is all about. The power of thoughts, of what we think, really can hold us hostage and it can have us wondering for many years. It can have us wondering for a period of time because we're so caught up in our thoughts. And if we're thinking wrong thoughts, it's going to lead us down an even narrower path, one that's just not positive, one that is not productive, and that does not lead to our purpose. So our deep thought today, our thought that we went deep on is, what are you thinking? What are you thinking? And how is that affecting what you're doing today? And how is that affecting who you will become tomorrow? I want to thank you for joining me today on 100% Oxygen, Thoughts of Depth with Nicole. And I hope you'll join me tomorrow as we go deep once again. Let's dive deep, guys. Have a great one. And I look forward to talking to you next time. Have a great one.